Talkback Matters from the Salvos. Salvos officer Margaret was a foster carer. She's cared for 64 kids in her lifetime. The last time it was for five kids from the same family at the one time who were taken away from unsafe parents. It was only supposed to be for a short time, but then heartbreaking news came from the social worker. Margaret shares what the news was and the hope that came out of it all. What happens is the social services ring through to the agency we work for to see if they have any carers, and they had us. So then they ring us and tell us something about these children, how long roughly you're going to have them for. So we, we said we'd take them, five of them, because we had an empty house anyway. And for how long did you say you were going to take them? Well, they said at the beginning, as I say, just a few months. Just a few months. So what happened then? Uh, it went back to court. And um, the parents were told they couldn't have the children back. So then they came to us and had a meeting with us um, and said that these children aren't going back home, that we need to find other homes for them. And they said we needed to see, they needed to see the children. So they wanted to speak to all five of the children. Bearing in mind, at that time, the youngest was only six. She'd only been with us for 18 months. So she was only six. And they sat around the living room table. The social worker said, right, it's all been back to court, children. You're not going home to your uh, mum and dad. So you're all going to new homes. They weren't going to go to the same home. They were going to be split, were they? Yes. They were all going to be split to different... There's nobody that would have taken on five children. That's heartbreaking to think that could have happened. Absolutely. And what did you say? Absolutely. Well, we stood there and listened to what the social worker said. And we'd already discussed about taking them on um, and the social worker finished what they were saying and we said, right, we've got something we would like to say. And we said, we would like to take all five. Of course, all the children then stood up and cheered. We're going to be staying here. We're going to be staying with you. And that was brilliant. So what happened then, it had to go to court for us to take them on. we, We couldn't just say, right, we'll go long term with them. It all had to go to court and we had to be vetted and, you know, you know what happens if it all yeah. breaks down. And I mean, there were times when, oh, dear, it was awful. Got punched in the stomach by one of them and it was really bad. But we just decided to see it all through and we did, right until the very end when they all moved on. Oh, those dear children. Their own independent living. Because my daughter... When they get to 18, they have to move out anyway because they have to start independent living. Yeah. So my daughter used to take them on when they finished with us, so they lived with her in her house and did independent living. Right. So they found a place of their own and they moved on to their own properties. And how are they all going today? They're absolutely brilliant. The eldest one is a, um, a PE instructor in a gym. The, uh, one of the twins, he's a veterinary nurse. The other twin, he's a photographer. The youngest boy, he's the one that's got twin babies of his own, and he's a driver for a furniture company. And the youngest girl, is, um, she's got qualifications. She works in an ADHD school in London here. Wow. And she's the one that's just found out she's pregnant. So all five are doing absolutely brilliant. So you guys really saved those kids, really? Well, as I said, what in one of the articles I think I put in there, the youngest boy always used to say, that if, it, if it hadn't have been for us, they would have been dead. Wow. 
because they were on when they when we first went to see them, they were all on drugs. All the kids, they only mind the youngest was four. They all drank. Oh no! So it was very hard to break that cycle to bring them to us to live, and none of that. And we used to put obviously they used to go up to bed, and we'd say, "Oh, we love you," and they used to laugh because they'd never been told that before. Wow. But they're amazing young people now. They really are. Do they have a faith? Do you think that they have a faith at all? Um, yes, they all have. Because when um, we lived in Bromley before I moved to the army here, where I always attended church. I'm a Christian anyway. We used to take them all. Um, two, I think, have. I'm not sure about the other three. They don't really discuss. Yeah. But they would anything going on at the army, they're quite happy to come down. And they obviously uh, appreciate, you know, appreciate and respect what I am. They love it when I when they see me in my uniform. What what an extraordinary turnaround of five young lives. Yeah, that's just I know five lives. Yeah. And so, did they ever get to see their real parents? Um, two see their mum. Three don't want to. Their father is a lot older. He had a family already. And their father is now, believe it or not, he's 95 and he's still alive. Wow. But they, they, none of the five of them see their dad. Right. Two see their mum and three don't want to. And why don't they see their dad? I've no idea. They just say they don't want to see him. Wow. I think it's very raw and I think they understand and, and you know, you know, life, life moves, doesn't it? Yeah. And I always say to them, you know, how's your dad? Oh, he's still alive. We don't want to see him. I said, at the end of the day, he's still your father. That's Margaret, a Salvos officer and a lifetime of foster caring. Light and life. The Salvos Weekly Radio Show.